0: Welcome to the Fat Talks Podcast, here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tomi Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tomi Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to my podcast, and a happy new year to every single person listening to this. I am so excited to be back here. It's been a manic, manic start for the year of the year for me. Lots of disruptions, um, lots of excitement. Of course, I am thankful to be alive thankful to have survived the last two years considering all we have all gone through as a collective regarding the pandemic Um, and I'm also grateful for you that in spite of me being off for a while you know I can see from my back end that the podcast has still been you know receiving lots of um, plays so thank you so much for that Mm -hmm. but I am super excited to be back here like honestly Q4 2021 was super busy super stressful and that continued into January and I dare say even into February so I'm not totally out of all the manic yet but I am grateful I'm grateful that I somehow in spite of my um, anxiety <laughs> I found my way back. To actually, doing this recording, which is something I really wanted to start again in February. So, how is everybody? How are we? How are we with our health as well as our wealth, with our fitness as well as our businesses? How are we as people in 2022? What's going on? What's going on? Um, please send me replies on my email or through my email or through a voice note here. I really want to know how you have been. You know, considering all that has been going on, how have you been and how is your new year? I really do pray that we all have a productive new year, a productive 2022 and a year where we are healthy and wealthy and we are wholesome business people and not just successful business people, but wholesome, wholesome business people in every area of our lives we are healthy and wealthy but today i want to talk about disruptions i'm talking about disruptions because it's something that i am going through right now my business and my family are going through changes i am going through changes both physically and you know even as an entrepreneur i'm maturing as an entrepreneur exclamations is going into its 20th year this year so of course um i'm doing a lot of reflecting and um i turned 45 yay me i turned 45 in december so i'm bang in the middle of my 40s so that is also causing me to do a lot of reflection so generally i feel like um it's a season of lots of changes for me um But also, there has been a lot of disruptions. Disruptions that have come as a result of some of these changes. And um, that's what I want to talk about today. Let's talk about disruptions. As business people, most of us have experienced some kind of disruptions in the last two years. And this has been as a result of the global pandemic that we have all been a part of. So many of our businesses have had to downsize Some people have had to shut down businesses altogether. Some people's businesses have changed completely even in their dynamic. Some new businesses have emerged as um, a result of some of the opportunities that came as a result of the pandemic. Some businesses have had to recalibrate after shutting down, coming back up again slowly as the world begins to open up again. So a lot of us are familiar with disruption and what it means to our lives and what it does to our lives in our business and in our fitness journeys as well as we grow older as we experience some of the changes physically sometimes we also go through some disruptions that um affects the way that our bodies um our bodies function right for some of you you know you've gone through some injury for some people, you know, you've had a baby, um, you're, you're pregnant, how do you handle your fitness routine when you're pregnant? For some people, you have relocated and your, your relocation really does, has has caused some disruption, you know, and has kind of caused some disruption in your routine. You're trying to get back in there, you know, find how you can somehow make it work with this new life and this new environment like so disruptions come and they shake us up a bit so that's what i want to talk about so first of all regarding disruptions i want you to know this you handling a disruption starts before the disruption comes right how successful you will be at managing this disruption you know, is determined by how prepared you were for the disruption. Now, a lot of people have gone through some unforeseen misfortunes or unforeseen circumstances that couldn't really be planned for. Those are exceptions. But for most of us, you know you're about to go through a transition in your life and you're just somehow expecting things to fall into place. This podcast is really for you you know, and I'm talking from experience, because my business, my life, you know, went through some changes as well, but there were changes that I knew were coming. Um, I recently had to travel, so I was out of the country for about three months, and as you can imagine, you know, being away for that long, you know, affected my business, affected me, affected my family, you know, uh, even though most of My traveling was because of my family, but it did cause some disruptions. But I knew this season was going to come. I knew I was going to travel for three months. It was something that was always in the cards. So I started preparing for that season. I started preparing actively at least a year before. And I started preparing even You know subtly putting some infrastructures in place at least five years before so now i'm benefiting from some of the things i have grown and i have put in place painstakingly for five years you know so the point i'm trying to make is first of all it is never too early to start to prepare for the change that you know is coming second of all it's never too late to start to prepare for the change that is coming what is important is not to act like this disruption came unaware. And then to suddenly start um, s- to suddenly start playing the victim card. You know what I mean? You know this is going to happen. If your children are going to school abroad, you need to start preparing. Even if they are going to school abroad in the next three years, start preparing now. What's your business going to look like? Are you going to be traveling often? You know, do you want to have a home there? What's your schedule going to be like now? Do you have people on on the ground at home that can help you manage your business? There's so much to consider, but if you start planning it early, then you begin to put in place some of the infrastructure that will allow you to manage this disruption. It doesn't mean you won't still experience the disruption, but it is so much better when it is planned for. So number one, it is never too early, it's never too late. Start planning for that disruption now. Then number two, if you are a control freak, if you're an entrepreneur that has to be hands-on on everything, your business will not survive a disruption, especially if it's a disruption that involves you stepping out of your business. Most disruptions mean that we as business people either have to be More hands-on or less hands-on? When COVID-19 hit, that disruption caused me to be more hands-on because we had to downsize as an organization. Our downsizing meant we had to let some of our contract staff go. Some of the people that were working um, with us on contract, not the full-time staff. So we made a decision that we were not going to let any of our full-time staff go, at least none of the ones who were ready to stay, you know, um, with the conditions that we had given everybody, you know, considering our new realities. But for those people who were contract staff, most of them we had to let go. So we had to let go our social media manager. We had to let go our um, graphic artists. But these roles still had to be performed. So we had to empower members of our teams. And I personally had to be more digitally savvy. That was a difficult, difficult, difficult one for me. Letting go of my letting go of my um digital manager, for instance. Um, you know, I had in fact for me, I had a personal assistant who also doubled as um, somebody who helped me with the digital content. And then she had to go. um, And she didn't give me much notice. So I'm sharing a bit of my story. She didn't give me more notice. In fact, I think she barely gave me a day or two and suddenly stopped showing up. If you're a Nigerian entrepreneur, this is not new to you, right? And immediately threw me in the deep end where i had to start learning how to use softwares and apps that you know i had kind of just left to her you know and it forced me to start learning these things over and over again um but now i'm looking back that was probably one of the most difficult seasons for me um in business particularly since managing my personal brand. But looking back now, I'm so thankful for that because that prepared me um, to learn how to do so many of these things. And, you know, those skills are mine now forever. And I, use, I have used them in creating um, opportunities for myself. You know, so that's one thing. You know, sometimes the disruption causes you to be more hands-on. You know but then there are other types of disruptions there are disruptions that cause you to be less hands-on and i think this is the one a lot of us are afraid of where you have to delegate to other people where you have to take your hands and your feet up the pedal a little bit and let somebody direct or maybe not even necessarily direct or let somebody else perform some of the functions that you have been performing and you have to be able and willing To allow these people to make their mistakes, allow these people to find their way while you focus on something else that may be um, needing your attention, whether it's a more strategic function for your business or whether, you know, the personal life is making some demands on your time and so you cannot afford to be as hands-on in business. That's what disruption does. So those are the two types of disruptions. I have gone through the second one as well where i had to delegate a little bit more um like i said i was away for three months and being away for three months meant i had to have a team that was empowered so for the first for the for the year for one year before i had to leave i started to prepare and i prepared even more actively like um six months to the time Right, empowering my team hiring hands looking at my processes documenting my processes again going through the flows to ensure that um, we catch any errors in the customer's experience in the production processes you know if you know that this is you if for instance let me let me bring it down to something more specific if for instance you know that your children are going to school abroad and you live here in nigeria that season is coming. You can see it's coming. That season is coming where you would have to be a little less hands-on because you are not available. I don't know when this will be for you, but you have to ensure that you start preparing for it. You know, um, people kept asking me because I'm an, um, a very hands-on Um, owner manager type person how was my business surviving you know with me being away for so long and my business didn't just survive my business thrived but that didn't just happen it happened because i was deliberate about putting some of these processes in place so one of the things you need to do in that case is to empower your team look at the members of your team that have shown promise And begin to empower them some of them might need to take some courses teach them if you can teach them or sign them up for these courses and let them have the skills right some of you might need to buy tools invest in that phone invest in that software invest in that CCTV in fact invest in that desktop invest in that application Sometimes these tools help you to to make things more efficient. They also help you to have some oversight over your business. And more importantly, they make your process a little bit more automated, which is super important when you are going through disruptions. You want your business to be as automated as possible. So those are the two kinds of disruptions, how they affected me and how I managed them right. Right. You know, um, the other thing about disruptions is that disruptions also create opportunities. This is the bit I love the most. But you have to be intentional. And this is a mindset thing, really. You can look at a disruption. Of course, I'm not talking about um, disruptions that come from being bereaved or from illnesses. I'm talking about disruptions in terms of your role in the business changing because of um, because of something, you know, that has happened within your business. Now, you can look at this a, a disruption as an inconvenience, and most times it is um, disruptions that come as a result of having to downsize. Disruptions that come as a result of a staff um, leaving without notice. You know, all these things I've said I experienced recently. Um, disruptions that come as a result of a disruption in your industry where a new player comes um, and either comes and undercuts everybody or comes with some new um, technology or some novelty product that just renders either your product your service um, less efficient less attractive or even obsolete, you know we all know those stories of how um, for instance, digital the digital camera came and caused a disruption in the photography market and suddenly Polaroids became extinct, right? So um, a disruption can come in different ways. but what you need to see every disruption as is an opportunity. Because within every disruption lies an opportunity to do better, to be more, to think differently, to have a different perspective. This, for me, is probably the most important thing I have to say right now. And I'll bring it back to me. Um, When this disruption happened for me, and I'm talking about me having to be away for as long as I was, I used this as an opportunity to create a new business now i know other people who are also in the same situation as i have and they are complaining about this season because somehow they have not been able to see the silver lining they have not been able to um, use this season as the opportunity it presented or the opportunity presented but i was able to do this and it was difficult it was not easy you know I had to more or less start a business from scratch, if you ask me. But the reason why I think for me, even though it was tough, and I don't want to underestimate how tough it was, it really was tough. The reason why for me it was bearable is because I have something which I have christened the startup mindset. You know, I coined this word because I was having a conversation with a friend, you know, who was also trying to help me, you know, with this new venture I was about to start, you know, and, you know, she said to me, Oh, I'm sure this is easy for you. You've been in business for so long. And I said, No, 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 no. I have a startup mindset. Even though I have been in business for almost 20 years, I am still learning. I am still excited. You know, all those emotions and those virtues you have as a startup. must never let them go you must never get to the point where you feel that you are such an expert or you have arrived or some things are beneath you you are too established to be hands-on and and i think this is a nigerian problem sometimes you know you are too established to be hands-on you are too established or you know to learn new things as a business owner Right. As a business owner, particularly as a small business owner, no role within your organization must be beneath you. Anybody can stand up and leave tomorrow. You must be able to, you know, roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. That is the startup mindset where you are always available to do whatever you need to do for your business. You have the mindset of a startup, so you are always looking for opportunities, looking for ways to do better looking for ways to reinvent yourself, looking for ways to uh, expand your network and your influence. You must never, ever be too big, too established that you outgrow these virtues, right? And this mindset, I think, is my greatest asset. And it really helped me in creating this opportunity for myself. This opportunity that the disruption presented. Now, this disruption presents opportunities to everybody. But only the people who have the startup mindset and the people who have the um, opportunity mindset, people that see the glass half full, not half empty, people that are always looking for that silver lining, people that are always looking for the opportunities and not the problems. These are important important virtues to have. This mindset is so important. This helped me. So within those three months, I could account for that season. I could account for those three months and said, these three months, I was able to create this opportunity for myself. I was able to create this new platform for myself. I was able to create this new business venture for myself. And it's something that my business is enjoying, has embraced, and we are growing. You know, and you know, a new venture adds, um, has adds life. Right to your business and it makes things more exciting. You know how that's that whole startup feeling? You know, nothing beats it, right? But I was able to do that because I view the disruption as having an opportunity, right? Um, one thing about disruptions, with every disruption, and this is me going to my Jesus girl, you know, mode, with every disruption comes grace. With every disruption comes helpers, people that God has put in place to help you with your transition or to help you in this season. If you don't have the right mindset, these people will come, they will go, and they will leave unrecognised. You wouldn't even know. When I went through this disruption, I had so many people that showed up in this season to help me, people who I otherwise not have met if i if i was not in that season if i was not going through that disruption i would never have even known their name people that are outside of my network some people who are within my network but we had never made contact like it's amazing but all this happened because i was able to see the opportunities for what they were not as an inconvenience disruptions are inconvenient but the opportunities still abound and grace abound. So I want to encourage somebody here who may be going through a disruption at the moment. It could be that you are relocating and you are wondering that, oh, everything that you have built over the years, you are going to lose because now you are relocating and you need to start afresh. Please don't look at this as an inconvenience. Look at your relocation as as an opportunity. And all of a sudden, as a man thinketh, so he is. All of a sudden, your mind begins to adjust to this thought and you begin to see things differently. You begin to see opportunities where you were otherwise seeing, you know, inconveniences, right? It could be that you've just become a mother and you were not planning on getting pregnant. Don't look at this season again as an inconvenience. Yes, being pregnant might mean you need to slow down a little bit, but it's just for a season. The season comes the season goes and you're back. Look at that season um, where you need to relax a little bit or step back a little bit. Use this as an opportunity to do something else. Maybe you may not be the face of your business, but you're working on building structures in the back end. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to explore other skills, other talents, other interests that you might have right, maybe it's a time for you to um, take on a course, right, now that you have some time on your hands, whatever it may be, just because you've fallen pregnant doesn't mean that, you know, this season cannot be used um, productively, right, there are so many disruptions that come into our lives, and for everybody um, that is listening, that you may be going through the disruption of your own, please listen to this and be encouraged, so that's it for today. I'm done. I'm so excited that I was able to do this. I need to ask a favor, guys, please. Um, I was super excited when I came to the podcast and saw that we've almost even doubled in the number of plays since the last time um, I recorded. And the last episode I recorded, um, we've uh, we've had so many listens to it. So I'm really happy that people kept listening to Um, The old replays, but um, the old recordings. But I want to know how you're doing. I want to know how you're doing. So please send me an email. Send an email to tomi at tomirotimi.com or send a voice note here on Anchor. And let me hear how you're doing. Have you had any disruptions in the beginning of the year? Or have the disruptions from last year, have they continued into 2022 like mine have? How are you managing your disruptions? How can I help you with your disruptions? Do you want to talk about your disruptions? I'm open to this, actually. I'm open to, um, you know, talking to you about your disruptions. Is your business going through a transition? Is there a disruption in your industry? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, So let me know. Let me know how you're doing. Send me a voice note or send me an email to tommy at com. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back again next week, all things being equal. Um, And I look forward to to your feedback. And I look forward to coming back with the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also buy the book. Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirutemi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tomirutemi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in please. Thank you and bye.